1: And welcome to episode 188 of the Love Food Podcast. I'm Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. And I am off celebrating. I celebrate Christmas and I'm having a relaxing, maybe not too relaxing because I'll be home with my kids. (laughs) probably stuck inside, but yet trying to have a fun, relaxing holiday. I wonder how you're doing today, whether you celebrate or not. I know for many people, this is a tough time of year. And even though I'm taking some time off of my Love Food podcast, I still wanted a chance to connect and just, I don't know, let you know that I'm thinking of you and sending all the positive vibes your way. I also wanted to rebroadcast an episode that so many of you have said helped you get through January, you know, National Dieting Month. Yeah, that shitty month is coming. It's not too far. And we really need to get our ammo ready. We need to be prepared to fight back against diet culture. And I recorded a letter to diets not too long ago. Actually, it was back in the end of 2017. So I guess two years ago. And again, many people let me know that it was really helpful and helped to channel energy that they were needing just to get some extra mojo and survive through January. So I hope it helps you as you prepare for 2020. Can you believe it's a new decade? And can you believe we've made it to 2020? I know after the election in 2016, I was like just praying to hurry up and get to 2020 And we've made it, folks. We've made it. We're almost there. I hope that the world is going to be a safer, kinder place for everyone because like I always say, everyone deserves to feel at home in their own skin. I have one more bonus episode that I'm releasing to you at the end of this week. And next week, I am so excited for you to hear the December 31st episode it is one not to miss I get to interview Chrissy Harrison from food psych she is releasing her book anti-diet right now yes right now you can pre-order it right now and maybe even have it home in the next day or two you can probably get it on your um, Kindle or e-reader right now and I was lucky enough to get a an advanced copy and let me tell you it is amazing it'll further fuel your January to get through it without getting distracted by diet culture. Christy goes into so many amazing um, parts of our history and why diet culture has been so powerful and stolen so much from us and how to move ahead. So again, I can't wait for you to hear that episode. It was such a joy to connect with Christy and I can't wait for you to hear it. Anyway, I digress. So I want to get to my letter to diets. But before I get to that, I want to be sure that I get in 2020 your letter to food because I haven't gotten it yet. And I want to help you explore why you have a complicated relationship with food and your body. So send your Dear Food letter to lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. Just start typing Dear Food and let it all out. Don't hold back, let it out. And I can't wait to dive in and sift through it and see if there's anything that we can explore to help you along the way. Without your Dear Food Letters, there would be no Love Food podcast. I am super grateful for you sharing your life and your lived experience to help other people along their food peace journey. Again, I wouldn't have the show without your letters, so thank you in advance. One more thing before I get to my Dear Diets letter. I would love it if you could do me a favor. I am trying really hard to connect with an agent. I have an idea in mind for a book. And one of the things that I've gotten as feedback from other literary agents is that I need more ratings and reviews for my podcast. Would you be willing to share how the Love Food Podcast has helped you on your food piece journey? And actually you don't even have to like write anything in there, but if you can just leave a review, um, that is something that can really help the show grow. It helps more people see it in the algorithm and how podcasts pop up. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout
0: for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. but it also can help me to find a literary agent. So
1: the way you can do it is just go through whatever podcast app you're using right now. Or if you scroll down to the, the show notes, I have a hyperlink. So you can leave a rating or review in Apple Podcasts in literally like two seconds. I really, really appreciate it. So leaving a rating or review, subscribing or sharing an episode, doing any of those acts of kindness really helps the show grow. Thank you so much in advance. All right, enough of all that. I will see you in 2020, and let's all say it together, fuck off, diets. Dear Diets, Food and I have been talking, talking a lot about you. We're sick of you and sick of all your manipulation I have a lot of things I want to say. I need to get off my chest. You are harming way too many people, and it's time for you to know how many of us are working against you. Naomi Wolf, in her book, The Beauty Myth, says, A culture fixated on female thinness is not an obsession about female beauty, but an obsession about female obedience. Dieting is the most potent political sedative in women's history. A quietly mad population is a tractable one. I've been rereading The Beauty Myth lately. I'm raising two children. My nine-year-old daughter got in trouble, and what she told me in response made me very proud, and I have to admit, annoyed. She said, Mom, well-behaved women rarely make history. That's what you've taught me. Yes, this is going to be a tough parenting moment when she throws out those types of quotes. And I'm proud that there's a foundation of questioning authority, questioning the rules that she is being taught by living in this world. I feel the same about my son. I'm raising him to be a feminist, as all children need to be. Before I go any further, I have a feeling, Diets, you're going to say that this is just getting too political, that it's really just food, and I'm really just trying to make you healthy. Well, Diets, you are a sneaky machine wrapped up in the patriarch. Yeah, is this getting too political for you? You better watch it. Your authoritarianism is showing. Over the last 98 episodes, I've been thinking about you a lot, and I know more are on to your manipulation and acknowledging what you have taken. Consider what you have taken from so many people. You have kept people from connecting with their loved ones because they're afraid of what food is being served. You have kept people from visiting family that may not be alive much longer because their body feels unacceptable. You have twisted our culture to pathologize a body size and shape that has always existed and always will exist. Diets, you have condemned certain body sizes to live a life of torture with their food. You have instructed them to experience food in a way that we pathologize in smaller bodies. You have distracted all of us from experiencing true joy and connecting to our souls because worrying that our earth suit is not acceptable under the guise of health. You have made people literally grind their bones down to where they can no longer walk because of the overexercise they feel they need to do in order to punish themselves for the food they've eaten. You have kept people who are amazing fits for certain professions because you have instructed them that their body is not yet worthy and they will not be taken seriously. These are all lies. You have kept people from relationships, kept people from experiencing the connection and joy that comes from a long-term relationship because they were told by you, Diets, that they weren't worthy of love until this non-existent, thinner self came out. Diets, you have forced people to literally amputate parts of their stomach in order to fit into what they think is an acceptable body size. Yet what we're finding is that all too often, this stomach amputation is leading to death and pain and a life of torture, not freedom and health. I could literally go on and on. I know the listeners of the Love Food Podcast can give me more things that you have taken from their lives. Diets, you are very clever. I have to give you that. You have disguised this type of bigotry in the form of improving health, that you're trying to help people. One of the most disgusting things I have witnessed with diet culture is how it's getting closer and closer to even being a religion. Bible sayings like, my body is a temple, are extrapolated, misinterpreted, and preached to bring us closer to salvation. Honestly, bringing religion and God into this has taken it way too far. Honestly, it's been too far for a long time. But I must admit, you are really smart, but not too smart for us. Fiona Sutherland of the Mindful Dietitian podcast says, You can roll shit and glitter and package it up as sisterhood, self-care, or health. But don't kid yourself. It's still a package of glittery shit. And that's all you are. Diets, we know you predict weight gain. We know you predict eating disorders. That's in the evidence. That's in our research. Your my manipulation is of the worst kind. Here's why. Most people don't even know they're being manipulated. They're being brought up in diet culture. They're being brought up thinking that they need to conform. And here's my life work though, diets. It's to fuck with you. It's to help remove you and dismantle this part of the patriarch. And I have been talking to other people doing the same work. We're coming together and we're getting shit done. You know what we have found? We have infiltrated academia. We have gotten to students of nutrition, health, psychology, and we're helping them to see the light sooner. And now they are armed and way more energized than the rest of us. And they're gonna take you down. I know I'm gonna see it. One of the things that I am making sure that every student in a health field is learning is about weight stigma. As a health professional, I was trained to help people get healthier. Yet I wasn't taught about weight bias and weight stigma. And what I've come to appreciate is oppressing people because of the color of their skin, their gender identity, their religion, and their size is so much more harmful than eating a French fry. It's so much more harmful than watching TV. Deb Beauregard says weight stigma is reorganized white supremacy. (laughs) And there's no way I'm going to tolerate that. Isabel Fox and Duke said on episode 84 of the Love Food podcast, "Giving up dieting is not about giving up calorie counting and Weight Watchers and Atkins. Giving up dieting is giving up a state of mind. You diets are sneaky and political. Yet I love how Kelly Deals calls us the culture makers. I'm going to keep re- reading Naomi Wolf. I'm going to keep on fighting you diets." You've hurt too many people. And like I said, we are all uniting to make sure that 2018 is the last year you fuck with us. With all the sneakiness, manipulation, I've had to acknowledge how I've been manipulated by you diets. And this is how I've come to appreciate how the wool has been pulled over my eyes too. You see, I've never dieted before. That sort of makes me a freak of nature, super abnormal, and I felt really weird about it. Now I'm really proud of it and I feel really grateful. Yet there was still something you were able to do. You see, I have walked the earth as a thin, able-bodied, straight, white female, and I found myself easily jaded. By politics. Well, I could easily tell politicians were mostly just playing a game, so full of shit that I didn't trust any of them. And so I often just said, you know what? I'm jaded by politics. I'm staying out of it. That's where you got me. I stayed out too long. And I'm still jaded by politics. I still can tell that they're playing a game. And now I'm in it too. I can't sit back anymore. I'm a really privileged person walking this earth. And by me saying I didn't want to get engaged in it because I was jaded, well, that was me not really understanding my privilege. I'm starting to understand it. I have a lot more work to do. And I'm going to keep listening and moving forward. There's one more thing I want to say to you, diets. It's, A poem by Rupi Kaur. She says, We are all born so beautiful. The greatest tragedy is being convinced we are not. I'm using those words to help guide 2018. I no longer can tolerate that tragedy. My goal for 2018 is to help people to continue to move away from you diets so they can stay connected to themselves and the beauty that has always been with them. I want them to feel more at home in their own skin because that's their birthright. Regards, this fat positive dietitian armed to end the normalization of diets and fat phobia. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care.